Hello and welcome, weary podcast traveler. This is my viewfinder. I have found it interesting in building relationships with creatives here in Calgary how we inadvertently begin to align ourselves with traditional philosophical ways of thinking. I got this impression after speaking with my friend Curtis Des. You see, Curtis does not want to affiliate himself or his practice of photography with any broader classification. This strikes me as very similar to the Stoics. My uh, introductory understanding is that the Stoics believe rational consideration as a way of life. Philosophy is not meant to be a thought experiment, rather it's a structural guide to a good life. They stress the idea of good as something broad and greater than individual passions. Generally speaking, personal wealth, gain, pleasure, they're seen as categorically not good. Aiming for wealth and pleasure in itself can never lead to true happiness. What is good or should be aimed at are wisdom, knowledge, courage, and moderation. Happiness then becomes a function of a rational assessment and intention to aim towards natural purpose. Only in this intentional aim can true happiness be attained. Hence the characterization that Stoics do not have fun. But in life, this can't be so black and white. There can be great pleasure in acts that are virtuous. For example, exercising, work, love, and relationships. The measure and moderation of these experiences become important to not swing so far as to lose the ultimate aim of virtue. The key is that they aren't aims in themselves. A genuinely happy person transcends the trappings of wealth or popularity. The stoic photographer doesn't need high-profile contracts or millions of followers. They derive the value of their art form from the action itself. How it is interpreted or shared is secondary, perhaps even inconsequential. Here's my chat with Curtis. Let me know what you think. Do you agree with my interpretation of his worldview when it relates to photography? Take a listen and let's circle back after the episode concludes. What did we uh, What did we decide we were going to chat about? It's your podcast, man. You guys <laughs> <laughs> fucking organized. I came straight from like back to back to back meetings, so I have no idea. You know, I was uh, researching, I suppose you can call it lightly, uh, reading into the idea of some of the philosophies and thought processes behind photography. And, um, you know, there are uh, many different angles, but many more kind of played out. But then I stumbled upon this guy, Wilhelm Fusser, and he uh, is a philosopher who passed away in the 90s. Uh, not not very well known. I'd never heard of him before, but I watched a lecture of his on YouTube. Uh, and he brought up this really fascinating um, thing. He actually wrote lectures on the philosophy of photography. And he talks about how photography's birth um, and its inception come from on this idealistic and in his mind, like problematic idea of being able to capture a moment to be able to display a happening as it truly is in the world, um, which goes into journalism. But post-World War II, we learned that the picture is not actually reality. It can be twisted out of context. And particularly in journalism, you can take a frame, uh, let's say a war photographer, and depending on what text or which uh, picture you select, you can actually uh, politicize an image and therefore it completely changes the idea of what photography is. Uh, and so um, my thought process with this is to kind of talk to people about uh, whether photography is real and 
the only way to do that without getting too abstract, I think, particularly with photographers, is maybe having this approach and saying like, okay, uh, whether it's the Asia trip or your experience at the markets or what people will buy or nature versus quote unquote street, I think, particularly with your experiences in anything you feel comfortable talking about, that uh, as we chat about it, I think these themes can come up because you have a lot of um, not only experience, but you think about this. I know you do. Uh, maybe not specifically uh, in delineate, but you think about photography a lot when we talk about it. And whenever we talk about photography, these itchings, this nuance is there. Um, I mean, the fact that we can become disillusioned with photography, there's something about that that's problematic um, or reflective maybe of this. So, I mean, this is my giant preamble, which I'll edit 80% of, but that's kind of where I want to be. Uh, so as far as a leading in question, uh, Curtis, I mean, I think my thought process was that if we pick something you were actually passionate about or have an idea about, then maybe we could have the discussion along these lines about. So like if it's a piece behind you and you want to tell me a story about the, the homeless uh, man and woman about, you know, how these things came together, I think there, I think it will still pull the right strings and I think it might uh, give us something to talk about. Sure. Yeah, it's funny when you said, you know, being disillusioned by photography or whatever. And I, I, I don't I don't think I'm, I've ever been disillusioned or by, by photography. Um, you become disillusioned of the the idea of what you uh, uh, of having to define what you think photography is or, or why you're doing it or, you know, all those sorts of things. I, I've taken uh, and especially since since this whole COVID thing has popped off. I've taken a, a real step back. I've barely touched my camera other than, you know, capturing stuff at home. And I've also just taken, taken time away from social media. I think my, my social media, like my screen time is down below anywhere where it's ever been. I, Cause I, I think what I started to realize is that for me, photography was something that I got into as a means of escape, you know, much like, you know, people pick up going to the gym or, 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 or whatever. I would pick up my camera and I would go out and I would explore and it was it was rather than just wandering around aimlessly it gave me something to do and it took me out of my comfort zone and it, it made me see things differently and I ended up and I would meet people um, and not only that but but it would just allow for me to be by myself um, and in a way that I felt um, more comfortable doing than 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 you know, just sitting down and actually trying to go through a meditation practice because that, that would have been something that was completely foreign to me. But essentially, that's what it was, right? It was almost like a gateway into getting inside my own inside my own head, and or not even inside my outside of my own head, I guess. Um, so that's that's and, and now I've come back after doing this for ten years, however long I've been doing it, I've kind of come back to that where it's like, stop analyzing. What this is? Stop thinking. Are you are you are you doing street photography? Do you want to get into this? Do you want to get into that? I I, I don't want to do any any of that. I don't want to call it anything. I just want to I want to, if I want to, if it strikes me to take a picture of something or or I feel like going out and doing some street photography or or whatever, or just just do it, just do whatever I feel and because it's it's a it's a release for me, you know. I, I, I can't have it as something that, that I, um, you know, that I have to define or that I have to, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm lucky because like, I mean, obviously it's not my full-time, it's not a full-time job for me. And I don't think I, I could ever do it as a full-time job because it kills me. It, it just, as soon as I start to think about money and I start to think about 
what I'm trying to do and like how I want to represent myself and all this bullshit. Like, I just can't do it. It's just, it's too much. I just, I'm just, I'm just doing me, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of getting back to that, that, that practice of just using photography as, as just another extension of myself and just, you know, just, just like I, I work out or, or, or I read a book, you know, like I, I, I take pictures for myself 100%. And if I do post something online, it's more just to put it out there. And cause I think, you know, cause I think photography is awesome and it's cool to share stuff and it's cool if some, someone takes something positive out of it, you know, like I, obviously it's, it's done a lot for me in my life, I think. Um, and I'm not talking financially or, or, or anything like that. I'm talking just, just mental health wise. It's done a shit ton for me. So, you know, if I can, if I put some pictures out there and people say, oh yeah, it's kind of neat that, you know, you can go out and take pictures and, and create something out of nothing. and you know, whatever, if it inspires someone else to pick up a camera and do the same thing and, and then it gets them out, out of their heads, you know, like that's, that's for me now more, more the purpose of anything, but I got to worry about myself above all else. So well, myself, my daughter, obviously, but, um, you know, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not overthinking things anymore because it just doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know, I think I wonder, I mean, number one, using photography as a, as an art form or as a practice to get out of oneself in a meditative sense or in a practice sense. But then when we talk or when you bring up separating types of photography, I mean, does that tension do you think come from this idea of like there being an audience? You know, it's, it stops being about your own practice. I, I wonder, you know, you start losing that contact, right? Of, um, of what it meant for you in its most idealistic or purest form. I, I don't know, what, what do you think about something like that? I, I mean, there are moments that I've known you in the in the short time that been sort of photography friends, but that you might have, you know, identified yourself as a street photographer or as a portrait photographer. Um, you know, photography, I think, in its nature, is for an audience in a way. I mean, as much as we as photographers want to uh, kind of announce that we are purists, many of us, that we do this for some kind of personal, spiritual, something, something, something. At the end of the day, if nobody sees the work, it, and it exists in a vacuum there's some it's something different about it but then i don't know if ironically or dialectically whatever the right uh, term is once somebody else sees it then all of a sudden we get very weird about it it changes the context of what that image is uh, that, for me there's a lot of tension for that no to, no like to me then it, it does not and to me it is 100 percent for me because i'm doing it 100 percent for me and that's the, the i mean i've gone through um, different stages where that wasn't the case and and in those when I was at those stages I wasn't enjoying it because I was trying to 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 fit into a into a box or I was trying to you know play to a certain audience you know I like everything I like street photography I like portraits I like fashion photography not that I do any of these things like particularly well or, or focus on anything I just do whatever whatever the fuck I please or whatever appeals to me right uh, you know, like I'll post stuff, but then I'd post it and I, and I, and I get off, you know, I, cause I, cause it just, it, it doesn't change to me. It doesn't change it. It doesn't, cause, cause for me, it's the experience of doing it. That's, that's the most important thing because I'm not doing it for anyone else. I'm not doing it to sell it. I'm not doing it for a job. I mean, obviously there are social connections and social things that, that weigh in. And, and if you don't, you know, if you, if you, if you lose sight of, of, of what you're actually doing, then yeah, it, it's pretty easy to slip back into that. Like, oh, no, no one's liking my picture. No one told me how, how nice my picture is. Boo hoo me. Um, 
it's easy to slip into that obviously because of the way that things are are set up but it does to me in my mind it doesn't change anything and that's that's kind of where i'm at right now where it's like this everything that i'm doing is just 100 for me what if i asked you this i mean do you find that it is healthier to have that approach uh, particularly at a spiritual level to be able to take a craft or a practice or a passion and to try to find a personal ideal but in reflection do you think that it affects um the approach the planning the motivation to go out and shoot a particular thing so for example maybe when you were focusing a lot on uh, let's say like when we when we went out uh, finding street portraits i mean we were shooting everything but you get excited when you see a moment to go and run out and, and ask someone for their portrait at that stage right um is that something that you think um changes once you take away the idea of let's say social media or saleability or a relationship with a third party do you find like now there's a different way different things that interest you when you shoot yeah no, I, I get i get i get i get what you're saying there's and, and no no it doesn't um but again like i'm not going out to if i'm going out i'm not going out with any 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 goals and maybe maybe you know that's maybe the my stuff would be better if I did but I'm going out and just and I'm just wandering I'm just exploring I'm just if there's someone I see that looks interesting I, I might approach them and take a portrait if I see a piece of garbage on the ground I might take a picture of that you know um, whatever whatever strikes me and, I, and like I said like I don't really care I have thousands of pictures that I have just that I just sit on you know from from all kinds of places and again that's every once in a while I just throw I just throw a couple pictures out onto social media just you know I guess so people know that I'm not dead but yeah it doesn't it doesn't uh it doesn't at all influence me anymore I should I should I should I should say that because because obviously it, it has right I mean I think at the beginning social media for me was great because it motivated me to go and shoot so I'm like oh I gotta I gotta post more I gotta post more I gotta go shoot 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 um and then you know you start seeing what works and what doesn't work as far as you know getting getting people's attention drawing people in and you start to focus on those different things but then but then i mean like oh well i can make a little bit of money too maybe i should focus on this stuff because this stuff can make me a little bit of money and it's gonna get me you know but but I've, I've kind of done all that stuff and maybe if i made more money doing the stuff that i was doing maybe i'd i, I wouldn't be at the place that i'm at now um but for me yeah i'm just 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 gotten back to the place where photography the photography is just about me so i'm not letting any of those things influence me because yeah, that's not what it's about. You know, like I was thinking while you were speaking, like, is there maybe not one event, but do you remember what it is that got you to be interested in street portraiture rather than as, like, let's say, studio or like for artists? Um, you know, there, there are different ways to approach portraiture, right? And particularly with your work that I'm aware of, you know, being able to just to inspired but then use you know lighting and environmental things and uh, an interesting subject um that's a pretty nuanced thing um what i know you as uh, predominantly um is uh, yeah street port i mean again i don't not as a label for you as an artist but uh, street portraits is a big thing that you uh, do that not a lot of people are capable of doing uh, whether they're in a candid sense or a directed sense um but it is interesting. Like, um, there's representations there of how people see themselves. I mean, there, most people have such paranoia, I think. Uh, at least my small perspective is there's a paranoia that comes with that, right? So, I, I mean, you, the first question you sort of asked was around why, I think you, you kind of said why, why, why um, street 
portraits rather than you know doing than, than something else um and i mean the, the, the only reason for that is just just accessibility right um at the time i got into photography i lived downtown you know so it just it just kind of made sense for me to to just go wander a little bit and, and i think that was just like the, the documentary photography was what i was drawn to when we talked about that last time where um you know george weber's work and, and, and a lot of like the the classic you know robert frank gordon parks those types of those types of guys um that's more what i was drawn to so so it just made sense to just to just wander and just be able to you know create something out of nothing if i just if i if i felt like it because again it was like i, I don't, I don't want to plan a big thing and 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 not that i didn't do a lot of those those other sorts of things shooting models and, and, and whoever else but yeah it was just it was just accessibility that's all and then just the type of photography that i was uh that i was drawn to do you think documentary photography still exists um yeah again like i i I mean, I, I, it, it does, but I mean, everything has a, I mean, it, it exists as much as, as, as journalism exists. I go, uh, <laughs> you got to take it all with a grain of salt, right? I don't know. I, I've become very suspect about whether those things represent what they say they represent anymore. Um, but what do they say? I do want they, to do they say, do they say anything? What, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? What they say they represent? I, I well, what's the mean. what's the famous one? Like the Americans or whatever? Yeah. Like, you know, so you presumably flip through that book, and there is a, a strong narrative that this is supposed to represent a moment of time that uh, really expresses what America was in this time frame. For street portraiture, for example, just to to be more direct, you know. This person exists at this corner. This is what they look like. But I, I'm. That's where I get stuck. To be honest, I, I, I wonder if that, that's changed too much, and we've lost our faith in it. And if maybe photography is responsible for that. That I, I can't trust anything I see anymore. So I, unlike you, I, I'm very disillusioned with this art form. I, especially as you know, I, I manipulate everything. But 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 but, but you're, you're talking about two different things. You're talking about an art form, and you're talking about documentary photography as as a as a document of of something, you know, something something real that is exactly as it's as it's portrayed. I mean, those, those are two very different things. But I, maybe that's my thing. Maybe I, uh, so. I guess I'm positing that they're the same, that there isn't a distinction between them, uh, and that a lot of the cultural trust and weight we put on it is problematic it's like we we worship well it's a strong word but we worship this past and these works as these pure things i'm i think i live in a world where imagery and photography have become poisonous i think that it's informing people to make decisions in their lives to look like something instead of actually acting or doing something so one of the examples that's brought up in one of the lectures is that uh, People get married in order to be photographed getting married as opposed to committing to the concept of marriage. So they're not worried about relationships. They're not seeking for some type of connection or commitment to the future. I used to blame American movies for this, that a rom-com will always end at the point where they kiss and never need to explore the fact that you still have to live 60 more years uh, with this human being. Because I mean, who wants to watch 60 years of a narrative? But I think it's poison the well a little bit uh, and I worry that photography is the main problem that we have this faith in it that it represents something real but 
I wonder if in its outset it's actually very biased and kind of lying to us. Well, first, is that first, too strong? Yeah, it's very way too strong. F photography can't be biased. It's not. A, it's not a thing. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, a real thing. It's. 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 It's, a, it's something that we do. So it, it, photography in itself cannot be biased. It's. It's whoever's creating the image um, that 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 could have bias. But I mean, that's that's true with anything in life I and mean, that's true of journalism that's true of uh, a story that's true of, of of anything i think i think you're reading a lot into it um and 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 that's maybe what's pushing you in, in that direction i mean you, and you're also making a lot of very broad assumptions that you know people are getting married just so they can get photographed um you have to be a pretty sick person to get married just so that you can have some nice pictures i mean obviously there is there are people in this world that 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 want to fit into a certain into a certain mold, so they do certain things because they feel like they, you know, it they'll it will allow them to fit into the, whatever segment of society it is that they're trying to fit into. Sure, sure that happens, um, but that's more uh, that's more an issue of someone who's who just doesn't really know themselves and who's just looking for an identity, right? Um, it's it's not it has it's it's not photography. Photography is just a photography is just a tool that you can use in, in, in whichever way you, you choose right um but it's also i mean there's just there, there's a lot of a lot of I mean, photography is left to interpretation i can take an image that i think is absolutely beautiful and someone could look at it and be disgusted by it right so it's not because i manipulated the picture in a certain way that that's why they're disgusted by it it's just because they they, they come into it looking at the image with a whole lifetime of biases and, and, and experiences and different things that inform how it is that they're going to interpret that image so it has absolutely nothing to do with with photography as as, as a negative thing or, or or even myself as, as as putting out a photograph that's a negative thing it has to do with whatever that person is is taking it as i mean same thing with when you talk about movies and hollywood and things like that like i get it i get how certain people are portrayed and how you know how, how all of that stuff can be damaging but again, I mean, there's there's always different sides to things, right? And, and to, to automatically just go to the negative, um, I think that's more something that that, that uh, each individual person has to, um, you know, manage within themselves.